What up? Welcome back to the Seller Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined as always by Glenn Enos. Junior. And Matt Souza. What's up? Say your prayers, take your vitamins. That's what I did. That's right, baby. Right there. Not a sponsor? Hashtag not a sponsor yet. No free ads. Wait for it. Just saying. Yeah, that's a good idea. Send them an email. Gentlemen, this is a fantasy football podcast, which means we're supposed to talk about fantasy football, which means we are one week closer to the fantasy football season, to the NFL season. And like we said on previous episodes of this podcast, last two weeks, if you haven't been around, we will be previewing a division from the NFL each and every single week until we get to the regular season. So this week, it's going to be the AFC West, as requested yep. by our chat live on Twitch. And by the way, I know we sound like broken records, but if you enjoy the podcast, if you're a loyal listener on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, fucking SoundCloud, and you just want more Seller Seller Podcast, you can watch us live every Tuesday night. I'd say at 6 p.m., but it's already 6.38. We might have a late start if we're waiting on Mason. Hey. Chinese food. I got to work late, man. You guys have to take Tuesdays off. That's probably You're right. Might as well I got to get, get committed, yeah. Just quit, yeah. I'm just going to make this full time. Like, I'm going to start, like, hanging posters up all around in Bedford. Just... <laughs> Anyways, if you want more content, Follow us on Twitch. You see the live stream every Tuesday night. You can see our beautiful faces as we record and talk about fantasy football. Shout out to the people who are viewing live right now. And even though we don't, you know, the ones, the ones up, the ones, put the ones up for those viewing in live right now, being active in the chat, even if we're not answering your questions right away or talking back to you, we appreciate that. Anyways, the American Football Conference. Western Division. Actually, before we get there, so. oh yeah, I'm sorry, I'm jumping. I'm so excited to talk about the AFC West. Before we get there, Susa, I believe you might have a little something for us. So, mm-hmm. well, welcome to the news with Susa. Whoa. It. <laughs> Mason like just left his body. I am dead, bro. <laughs> I am deceased. I forgot about that sample. He was testing some stuff out before he came. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> what Damn. an introduction. Thank you, uh, Glenn, for that. Welcome. So, you know, this is. It's not even. It's not even preseason. This is off-season, July. How much news could there possibly be in one week of July? Well, it seems like the scales are in action this week because every headline I see is somebody's weight. Donald Mooney, up to 183 pounds this off-season. Leonard Fournette, nearly 260 pounds. Elijah Moore weighs 190 pounds. Like, fuck off with that. I mean, I get it. I guess it, it could be good or bad. But it never, the headline never seems to expand on that. It just says, 
Might as well say they're in t-shirt and shorts. But anyway, maybe you guys can help me out with that. See, the thing is, for a wider – I don't know. It's tough. For running back to put on weight, if it's a lot of weight, like I guess Leonard Fournette's re- like reported to have gained 40 pounds in six months at the end of the season. I guess I guess he was billed at 220, Damn. but I don't think Leonard Fournette's ever been 220. I, yeah, I, I, I just can't hold – I can't see 40 pounds. That's like – that's, that's what I'm insanity. Saying. Right, and I don't, I don't think that's a thing. It might be fake news. This might be fake news. Shit. All the reports. I got to look this up. Yeah, I mean, there has to be pictures of him in, like, camp, right? There is. But it's not like he's, like, like Eddie Lacy bad out of shape. Not that I feel dramatic, like, right? No, I feel like he's always floating around, like, 240, 250 since he's been a running back in the NFL. He was probably maybe his leanest last year, um, you know, after the Super Bowl run and then going into last season. But for a running back, it's not necessarily good for them to put on weight unless it's, like, lean muscle. And if you're gaining 40 pounds, allegedly, in six months, it's yeah. probably not lean muscle. You might get slower. You might, it might be tough for you to unhook the trailer after you break into the secondary. And it might cost you fantasy points. So, uh, luckily, yeah, he definitely luckily, looks like he put on a little – I'm looking at a picture right now. He definitely looks like he put on some pounds. Blue drink. Nice. Luckily, uh, the Google can help us out and put this into context. So – the average, let's see. I thought then what's a good weight for a running back? And this has guys like Adrian Peterson. Uh, it says it just says last names Morris, so I'm guessing maybe Alfred Morris, uh, Richardson, Foster, and Marshawn Lynch. They all sat in the 215 to 225 range. 260 sounds like a lot all of a sudden. 260, you're reaching like Brandon Jacobs, Eddie Lacy territory. Now, obviously, that gives you more, like, hit stick power. But yeah, if you don't have some burst, they might get your legs early and you just can't break tackles, might, maybe. You might get tired quicker. You might not be on the field more. Tired quicker. No breakaway touchdowns, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, and a good weight for a wide receiver, um, the average weight of wide receivers is 200 pounds. Um, wide receivers in college have averaged 190. So, Darnell Mooney up to 183, Elijah Moore up to 190. I guess those are good things. Well, right, uh, you want to, you want to be, play as more physical wide receivers, whether it's at the line of scrimmage to get by a jam, or whether it's to you know fight for a jump ball in the red zone. You might sacrifice a little bit of speed downfield, but I think all around maybe a little more muscle at the wideout position, especially if you're trying to be a number one receiver on the Bears like Darnell Mooney, or number one wide receiver on the Jets like Elijah Moore. You want to be at your physical peak. Oh, and here's another one. Gabe Davis on the Bills wide receiver is now 227. A lot like this is way in week or something. It's crazy. Um, but anyway, so more news. People gaining weight. Um, this is interesting. Maybe Glenn, you can touch on this. Cowboys franchise tight end Dalton Schultz and Dallas are not expected to reach an agreement on a contract extension before Friday's 4 p.m. deadline. Now, I actually like Schultz this year in the tight end pool. And what's this saying, Glenn? That they, he might not be on the team if they don't sign this contract? No, they're probably going to franchise tag him. I think they were expecting to franchise tag him before the offseason even started. I mean, if they reach an agreement, great. If they don't reach an agreement, they place on the franchise tag. I mean, Schultz has been solid. I'm not saying he's a, you know, 
I guess a borderline top eight or top nine tight end in the league based on his recent numbers. But fantasy wise, we'll see what happens. I think as long as he's playing every down, he has potential to be good as a tight end for your fantasy team. I mean, you're going to start him every week if you own him. Um, but as far as the money situation goes and for the Dallas Cowboys, I mean, we all know how to handle their contracts. Schultz is really the guy we are starting tight end. Eventually, he will get paid. But right now, they're doing whatever's best for the team. Very Who nice, knows what's nice. best for the team? Not me. Um, Rashad Penny, this is interesting. Running back for the Seahawks. <clears throat> Four days ago, the hype piece says he's projected to get 20 carries a game. So I know there's been some confusion. I believe they drafted a guy, but it seems like Rashad Penny is that guy. And I definitely don't expect Carson to uh, – I think he's done with football altogether. I mean – Pete Carroll is a very loyal guy. If Carson's ready to go, I wouldn't be surprised if he throws him out there because he's he's been the guy for a little bit. But I think this is Penny's backfield at the moment. Yeah, Carson coming off a broken neck. Broken freaking neck. Broken freaking neck. He's not an Olympic gold medalist, so it's going to be tough for him to speak performance. Um, yeah, Rashad Penny. Did Mason? Did you have Rashad Penny? Who was the running back last year? It was yeah, him, right? It was it was Penny. Yeah, he came back. Um, I think he was injured for the first portion of the season, right, or something. He was injured for like a like full year, and then yeah. still that season too. Yeah, but he came back, but then half. Chris Carson obviously got injured, and um, their other backup running back that they had, I think, like underperformed. It wasn't Alex? They had Alex Collins, right? Alex Collins, I think, like DJ Dallas or some shit. Yeah, and none of those guys really made maybe, a. Maybe I don't know. They really made like a, I don't know, a, a case to be the starting back. And then when yeah. Penny came back from injury, he kind of inserted into that spot to make up for Carson, and he actually had a pretty solid yeah. few weeks like at the end of the season like i'm pretty sure he was in the double digits like he was getting new 20 like, points i remember yeah there was one game he had like 20 plus i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure which I'm is crazy like, out of nowhere turning around question mark out of nowhere um here's one that i want mason to comment on deshaun watson is if he gets a one-year suspension deshaun watson plans to sue the nfl what do we think about that <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think that's stupid. Yeah, we can move on. Um, <laughs> that's so dumb. Like, I don't know what you think my take would be on that. I don't know. You like you like these guys getting long suspensions, and it's just funny to see if like if he actually no. sues. I mean, dude, because of that, Mason also it, hates rapists. So well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's true. Because, like, when there's people who get, like, when the suspensions don't fit the crime in a way, like, oh, Ray Rice gets two games, for example, and this guy who's – and Josh Gordon's out for the rest of his life. Like, just put it this usually way, have like, something to say about that. Which is Calvin funny. Ridley is being suspended for a full year for gambling. That's a great example. Yeah, there you go. And, and this dude might get off scot-free. No, and I think the, what – it was supposed yeah. to be, what, four to six at this point, right? That's Nobody the knows. projected. Nobody knows. We're not going to know probably until draft day. Somebody's going to take them, and either somebody's going to be, you know, rich and have Sean Watson for a whole season, or they're going to, he's going to be suspended for a whole season, or he's going to play half the game. It's that risk. Yep. Yeah. 
maybe a little too much risk for my taste. New team, I mean, he hasn't played in a long time, possible suspension. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on, we talked about Fournette. J.K. Dobbins, he got injured last year. The update is that he's not expected to play. And I said to be ready for week one of the regular season. First, the report was he's probably not playing preseason or won't be ready for a camp or whatever. Now he won't be ready for week one. Damn. That's tough. Makes me feel hey. a little bit better that I traded Gus him. Gus Edwards? Gus Edwards stock? Gus Bus? Yeah, it just, it just popped a little bit. I mean, I, I don't know. J.K. Dobbins another guy who ADP-wise, you're probably drafting him to be a running back too. And you think on that Ravens offense, the last solid running back too that was there was Mark Ingram. You figure all the hype around Dobbins, Mark Ingram can do it with Lamar Jackson. Why can't J.K. Dobbins? He's got to play. We got to see Le'Veon Bell. I forgot about Le'Veon Bell. Remember he was on the team? I yeah. did, but I try to forget. <laughs> now, it, side note, I'm pretty sure Le'Veon Bell has a scheduled boxing match yes. with Adrian Peterson. With Adrian. Yeah, it's like, what is this world we live in? I, I hope Adrian Peterson knocks him the fuck out. For uh, for him not playing that whole season where I drafted him one overall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder if I, Le'Veon has money issues because I'm pretty sure Peterson does. So it's like, hey, I got an idea. This could make us a lot of money. Let's just fight each other. Probably. All right. Yeah, AP oh. said. You know what? I'll take a break from fighting my kid, and I'll come fight you. It's coming up by at some point. It's just a matter of who's going to say it. I'm not, I'm not going to tolerate that AP slander on this podcast. Well, that sucks. But you'll tolerate AP abusing his son? No, I'm not going to tolerate that. Okay. Just, just That's how he disciplined this kid. What? Glenn, I'm not going to tolerate it, but... That's just how he disciplined the right, kid. Fair you're, enough. You're, you're raised, you grow up in different households, okay? Some kids got spankings on the bum. Some kids got hit with the fucking switch. Some kids. Some kids. Some kids got... Got Ooh, executed. Got, yeah. Some kids got swirlied in the <laughs> toilet. Some Jesus kids got left Christ. in the backyard. You know, it all depends. Yeah. Your kid starts acting up, saying, Dad, fuck you. You suck at fantasy football. Ooh. And Locked then, in know, the basement I'm, for a I'm week. I'm talking like, yeah. See? Not so bad <laughs> now, Agent Beta. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, anyways. All right. Yeah, last bit of news is um, – the Jaguars hiring Doug Peterson as their head coach. This uh, this little headline says it's the best move that the Jaguars have made all offseason, and Trevor Lawrence's stock is going up. Say what you want. But it's it's definitely a positive. It's one of those things where you go, hmm. Mm. But then you forget about it like 10 minutes later. Hmm. I mean, I really don't. I do not know what to expect from Jacksonville. And it's a good thing we're not previewing the AFC South because I have no idea what to say about the Jaguars. I don't know what's going to happen. They're, uh, they're going to stink. They might stink. They might. I don't know. It's... What I do know, that was the news. Let's do this. <laughs> Are you kidding me, bro? Uh, that's funny. You guys ready? AFC West time. Poor Craig's been waiting for this all week. <laughs> you think he's watching right now? Nah. Ain't no chance. Yeah, he doesn't care about us. 
Hey, Craig, you really not watching right now? AFC West preview. Live now, bitch. Biatch. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to start with the Denver Broncos. Oh, boy. Broncos country? That's right. Yeah, I finally saw that video like the other day. Now I get it. Broncos country. That's right. My MVP. And fantasy football for the 2022 Denver Broncos is none other than Danger Russ Wilson. Why, you ask? Okay. Why? Because now Russ is, it's like, he's got like a second chance at his career. He started his career really early. He was carried by his defense, although he did make great quarterback plays, Super Bowl winning quarterback. And then later, as time went on, he got better. Better. We've always considered Russell Wilson as an elite quarterback, always a possible MVP candidate, but he never puts it together really for a full season. He's had the weapons like DK Metcalf, who's probably one of the best receivers you know, he's ever had, Tyler Lockett as well. But what's stopping him from doing the same thing in Denver with a Portland Sutton? with a Jerry Judy, with an Albert O, with a Javante Williams, with a Melvin Gordon, and with an offensive line that he could depend on, unlike what he had in Seattle. Give me Russell Wilson to be the fantasy MVP of this Broncos team. And give me Russell Wilson to have a top five finish, possibly top three. Oh. I like it. Um. I want to know who's going to benefit from this top three finish the most. Who's going to benefit the most from that? Who's going to benefit the most from Russell Wilson? Or it'll be like too spread out. The thing is, I don't know. If Russell Wilson has shown us anything in the past that he likes his wide receiver. Obviously, DK Metcalf was his number one in Seattle. and He was a very good fantasy value. And then you would have games where Tyler Lockett just went fucking bananas. Yeah, he loves to huck it deep, too. <laughs> right, and he could be a viable flex wide receiver, too. But now the running game, you add a factor into that. Javante Williams looking to take that next step. Melvin Gordon is still there, too. I think it's going to be a little bit everybody. And I'm saying watch out for Albert O, third-year tight end. I'm calling him Albert O. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. Disgrace him like that on this podcast. Understandable. Agwag Banam, Banam or something. Definitely not. Agwag and Agwag. Fuck. A for effort. Who do you guys have as your MVP? Susan, do you want to go? You want me to go? Um, I'll just go quick because I I agree with Glenn. I think it's gonna be Russell Wilson. He's gonna be the guy you could hang your hat on for sure. Like we just we just said. Who's going to benefit from Russell Wilson playing well? We don't know. It could You can make a case for anybody, but the one thing for sure is Russell Wilson is going to benefit from all of it. So he's the guy I want to have for sure. The other guys, you don't really know. It could be speculation. 
but Russell Wilson, man, all the way, my MVP too. Uh, Russell Wilson is also my MVP. Um, what have we been saying about the Broncos for the past five seasons? They, they need just... a quarterback. Exactly. Um, I think, honestly, Russell Wilson might have had better individual talents with Tyler Lockett and um, DK Metcalf in Seattle. But I think uh, Denver is a more complete team, if that makes sense. Um, and I think him moving there is just going to do wonders for him. I definitely think he's going to be a top five QB this year. Yeah, and I'll say this, Russell Wilson, aside from last year where he missed two games, the first season he's ever missed a game. Uh, before that, since 2013 to 2020, top 10 QB every single time for seven straight years. Um, one, two, three, four of those seven years, he was top five. I'm sorry, top three, four of the seven. So he's good. Does he still have it? Probably. Now he's got a better team. I think this is a better team. So, too. Broncos country? That's right. I mean, let's be honest. The offensive line cannot possibly be worse than Seattle's. Right? True. He's not going to run for his life as much. Could be the Bengals offense. It's close, huh? My X Factor. The guy who will make or break your fantasy football team this year for the Denver Broncos. None other than Javante Williams. Craig's here. Uh-oh. And uh, hold on a second. In the Big Mac, this Russ wins NFL MVP this year. I can see That's it. Hot take. That was a hot take. So your X Factor was We're who? not doing sizzling hot takes right now. Mac this. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the, a good take. Who's the uh, X Factor? X Factor is Javante Williams. Oh. Let me explain. Let me explain. Explain yourself. When Javante Williams had the starting running role when Melvin Gordon missed time, who looked better as a runner of the football than he did last year? Maybe you could argue Jonathan Taylor. You could argue Derrick Henry. Javante Williams looked fucking good. He looked like he was going to take the starting job at Broncos. Then the Broncos said, eh. Not so fast. Let's keep Melvin Gordon as a security blanket, just in case. Let's not forget, Melvin Gordon had over a 1,000 yards last year, too. I mean, he is good. The reason he's my X factor is because you would like to see him take that leap, becoming an RB1, becoming a guy you can start every week, set it and forget it. Problem is, we don't know if he's going to get the workload. We don't know if he's going to get the carries. We don't know if he's going to be productive after that small sample size we saw last year. But he is an X-Factor for the Denver Broncos. And if all systems go and you got Russell Wilson slinging the ball, opens things up maybe for Devontae Williams and not stacking the box against him, he's free to let loose. I like it. The X-Factor. Mason. Nice. Okay. My X factor is Jerry Judy. Okay. Jerry Judy is the most, ta- I think we can say is probably the most talented wide receiver 
on the Broncos. The problem is, is that he's had no one throwing him the ball. And also he was injured for more than half the season last year. Um, and when he did play, he played relatively well. Um, but like I said, he was severely limited by the QB. Now that he has a QB, it's his time. Okay. Yes. If he doesn't take the step this year, then I think I'm out. I'm out on Jerry Judy. I think that's fair, too. Um, let, me, let me ask you guys something right now. Who do you trust more going forward? Jerry Judy or Corlin Stott? That's a great question. That's partly why it's like you don't know who to pick. Um, I trust – I think I trust Judy more. Only because Sutton, I feel like he's just fallen off. I mean, he's only had four seasons. He's only 26 years old. Played a full season last year. Obviously, quarterback change is going to – change everything but I don't know I think I've seen a lot more from Judy and he's the fresh talent for a friendly proposition for both of you I believe the number one wide receiver on this team is going to be because where I've come from people say you want to be starting (laughs) and he's taller three inches taller which is a big deal and he's probably got a longer dick Damn. Yeah, that's why Metcalf was the number one. Um, no, but I think honestly, you can make a case for Sutton too. Like, I, I like them both. You just don't know. There's too many unknowns because we've only seen them with shitty quarterbacks. But seen- I think if anyone's gonna make it work, it can be Russ. Like Russ can definitely make it so that they are both fantasy viable. Right, but I'm saying the better one is gonna be Colin Sutton. Oh, okay. I so see. The wide receiver you want to own on the Denver Broncos, I mean, you probably want to own them both. For my players to avoid for the Broncos, I have none. I, like, I, I, give me a piece of anybody on that offense. And a lottery ticket, I'm, I'm going to extend a little bit, is just K.J. Hamlin coming off an ACL tip. He's a rookie they drafted a couple of years ago. To be maybe that third wide receiver you can sneak in, be that big play guy for Russell Wilson, yeah. maybe make some noise if, you know, Jerry, Judy goes down or Cortland Sutton goes down because they have histories of injuries as well. Tim Patrick's there too. Another guy. Give me, like I said, if you want to yeah. own Sutton and Judy, you want to own both running backs, Alvin Gordon and Javante Williams until we see a clear cut back, or maybe they split time the whole time. Obviously, you want a piece of Russell Wilson. My sleeper is Albert O, but I do think Sutton is going to be better than Judy. And I bet you both $1. I, I accept. I don't hate it. I won't accept because it's kind of a 50-50 for me, quite honestly. You too good for a dollar? I wouldn't – I don't like betting against Sun. I'm not confident enough to bet against them. I am. And if anyone – I think uh, KJ Hamler to that lottery ticket play, he could be that Tyler Lockett guy. I don't know if he's fast, but I know he's not like the – he's not the big body, so maybe he's got some speed. He'll be that deep threat. So you're right. I I like looking out for him. I think Alberto has a top 10 finish and he's asleep. Yeah, that could be big. Possibly. I could see it. I would have to see Russ's numbers with fantasy tight ends, but I think usually he makes them pretty viable. So I remember Jimmy Graham had like a really good season uh, 
with him a few years back. A few years back. First year. Then there was like Will Disley when I had him had like a string oh of a few God. a few good games. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um I mean Everett was okay for them too, you know. All right. Anything else you want to add to the Denver Broncos? Uh, Magnus no. picks Judy. Oh yeah, something. Magnus. Let's go, baby. I'll bet him a dollar, too. Colin Sutton. That's the guy. Do you want to be starting, sir? Did you say um, your X-Factor, Susan? Um, no, I, I agree with you there, too. I pretty much agree on all your picks. Right. No, no uh, people to stay away from. Very, like very original. <laughs> Mason, you I, want to say something? The part I love is that there's an echo at the end. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just hacked up a lung. Um, no, the last thing I was gonna say about the Broncos is that I think they're gonna be really really good this year. I would not be surprised if they beat the Chiefs for the division. We'll now, talk about that after. We, now, if we, Craig had that soundboard and he heard that take, I'm sure he would. Something like this. Um, we'll, we'll go back to that after we're done previewing, previewing <laughs> fantasy-wise. Because we actually, we didn't give our picture of the AFC North. Um, and we're probably all the consensus that we think the Packers are going to come out of there again, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so that, we just skip that. And they're, they're probably going to make the playoffs again, and they're probably going to get eliminated you know, in the early rounds like they always do. Uh, yep. Anyways, moving on. Speaking of, Greg, Kansas City Chiefs. Susan, why don't you give me a take first? Although there's a lot of offensive firepower, some of that firepower left town. Who is your fantasy MVP? My fantasy MVP. <clears throat> I'm going to roll with, with Travis Kelsey still. <laughs> thank, thank you for the affirmation. It's definitely not a wide receiver, you know, because um, there's been a downgrade in that department. Still some good talent. But in terms of an MVP, it's either Mahomes or Kelsey, and I'm going to give it to Mahomes because Mahomes can be that number one. While I think – I'm sorry, Kelsey can be that number one, while Mahomes might have a harder time being a number one. Wait, 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 wait. Back up, back up. Who's your MVP? You said Kelsey, right? Kelsey. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're confusing me. Thank you. Yeah, I messed up. I switched their names while I was explaining. Sorry about that. What happened again? Travis Kelsey. Can he keep doing it is the question. Yeah. Mason? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's my MVP as well. Um, he's mine as well. Good job. <laughs> oh, nice. There's nothing, there's nothing left to say about Travis Kelsey. Every time you think, oh, can he do it again? Uh, oh, can he stay healthy again? He does. He's been the number one tight end for how long now? He's been the surest thing in fantasy football for the past, I'd say, five seasons. Every year, we have a new RB1 in fantasy. Every year, we might have a new quarterback one, new wide receiver one. For the tight end position, 
Travis Kelsey is the most consistent player. He might be the most consistent player in fantasy football, and he might be the reason that you win your league this year. You yeah. take Ty- you take Tyreek Hill out the mix, your odds of winning drastically go up. Yeah, he he hasn't finished below two in six seasons. Mark Andrews actually was number one this year. Was he? Uh, yeah. Wow. I didn't he had that. 200 more <laughs> yards with the same amount of touchdowns. He was a beast, but Kelsey's still, what you said, consistent. Top two for six years, six straight years. That's unbelievable. He's only missed two games in that span of time. Two. It's crazy. Uh, in six years. So give give me him until, until he proves me wrong. Yo. That's what I say. Okay. So now we know our MVP. We know that Mahomes is going to do his thing. We know that Kelsey's going to do his thing. Who's the X Factor in Kansas City Chiefs this year? Because I got a lot of question marks. I got a lot of answers that need to be fulfilled. Who's going to be the guy who's going to make or break my fantasy football team if I draft him from the Kansas City Chiefs? Who's it going to be, Susan? Juju Smith Schuster. Wrong. Oh, here we go. Listen. Juju has that perceived upside. He is seems to be the clear number one when the last clear number one was Tyreek motherfucking Hill. So you're going to think that the points Tyreek got, you're going to see that trickle down to, to Juju or most of them, and he's going to be that, that number one wide receiver. But, and, and as a result, you'll probably have to pay a penny, pretty penny, maybe third, fourth round. And if he hits, you're happy. Uh, the Chiefs, number one wide receiver, you're going to be doing well. But if he misses, you're kind of screwed. You probably wasted a high pick, high-ish pick, for a guy who's maybe Juju back on the Steelers when he was, like, wide receiver three. And okay. that's gonna that's, that sounds like a make or break to me. I'm not – it does sound like a make or break. But I don't even trust it enough to be considered an X-Factor. So he has, just, he's going to suck then. He is my player to avoid. Juju Smith-Schuster, because like you just said, Susan, you're going to waste a fucking third or fourth round pick on him, and you're going to have high expectations, and he's going to do the same fucking thing he's done for the past three years, or two years, or however long it's been. Three years. He had had one good year, right? One good year. Well, his first year was wide receiver two. Second year was uh, top ten. Bless you. That sounded like an animal. Bless you. Bless you. Anyways. I don't trust it. I don't even trust him enough to be my make or break because he will break me more than he's going to make me. Ooh, uh, the chat. Yeah, yeah. You guys might have an argument against you, Glenn. I'll get to the chat later. Let me make my point real quick. Oh. Hold on. Let me look at his ADP. It's more a risk than it is a reward. Juju Smith-Schuster is not Tyreek Hill. I'm sorry. He's not even close. But bless no, you. Of course bless not. you. Glenn said bless you. Tell he's her how even, angrily he said that, though. He's not even close. He's going to do his TikTok dances, fucking Jackson Mahomes pregames. You can be too worried about that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I just checked. It looks like he's going uh, toward the end of the fifth, beginning of the sixth. That's better. If you All right. I, I take back what I said if that's his ADP. But if Susan was saying – Third or fourth round, there is no shot. Hell, 
I'm touching Juju Smith. No, I mean, it makes sense for him to go later. Even though the potential's there, I mean, there's still nothing to back it up. So I think you're really taking a flyer, you know? I love this chat right now. He's my player to avoid. Sparking an outrage in the chat, Glenn. <laughs> Dude, Juju has had one good year. He's had one good season. Other than Two that, good he's season. either whatever. His rookie year, he was decent. Still. I'll be at Pat Mahomes is a big upgrade at quarterback, but Juju will not be able to handle the load that Tyree Kill had. You just drafted Sky Moore. And I, I'm not saying he's going to take snaps away from Juju, but he might. So let, let me let me let me go down. Let me let me. Oh my lord. Okay. My player to avoid is Juju Smith-Schuster for the reasons I just told you why I can't trust. Okay. If, if he falls to you and you don't have any other better options, you take a player like him off a high-powered offense. If he's, if he's running routes from the slot, I'd say that's better because Mahomes is one of the quarterbacks in the league who does target slot receivers the most. But that was also when he had Tyree Kill. I, I, it's tough. It's so unknown. I don't know what to expect from Juju. Being a make-or-break suit, I get it. You can't make or break with me. I just, I'm staying away from him. I would rather... I would rather buy in in later rounds on someone like Nicole Hardman, the super athlete MVS, and hoping that they contribute to just as much as Juju, if not more. Because we don't know. We haven't seen this offense without Tyreek Hill yet. Somebody's got to handle the load. It might be more on Kelsey, which even boosts him to the moon, or it might be spread out between three different receivers. All I know is if I'm picking Juju Smith-Schuster to be my wide receiver too, and he's only getting me three or four points a week, I'm going to be a very frustrated person, especially when I see guys like MVS scoring, like Sky Moore, like fucking Nicole Hardman, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Ronald Jones, all these other dudes scoring besides Juju. I'm going to be upset. Yeah, Juju, I feel like touchdowns were always kind of an issue for him. Um, well, more or less, but – uh. Yeah, it's it's tricky. And the chat saying, first of all, Craig says Juju at his ADP could win people leagues. He's go he's going a lot later than fourth round. So and, and Mac just says he's about sixth, seventh, maybe eighth. Also depends on how many people in your league. Yeah, um, for sure. And and then Mac just says, yeah, he was he was like mediocre with old man Big Ben. We're talking Pat freaking Mahomes. Yeah, but and part of the reason why Pat Mahomes was so good. Was we had a because he had a guy like Tyreek freaking Hill. I mean, Mahomes is great. Don't get me wrong. There's a reason he's a half a billion dollar man. But when you add, you know, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, two of the best weapons in the league, Juju is not even close to Tyreek Hill. Not even on the same level. I would argue Nicole Hardman is closer to Tyreek Hill than Juju is, as far as what that receiver does for that offense. I would like to see Nicole step up into that spot. I'm not saying he's gonna be Tyreek Hill, but if there's anyone similar who could. Do something that Reed could do, be Miko Hardman. Basically, got the same frame, same speed. Just plug in Miko to all the routes that Tyreek used to run and hope he gives you, you know, at least half of what Tyreek did for you. They'd be good there. Um, yeah. Mason, for that reason, he's, he's my lotto, Miko. Because okay. we've seen him on this team and he's like a flash in the pan one or two weeks a year. I don't know if he's just going to step up into that role i mean he could have done that stuff earlier so 
but you're right. He, there's a possibility it could happen. He's a late flyer. He's someone you might be able to drop yet again this year, but he could be that guy. So he's, he's my uh, lotto this year. Mason, you want to talk about Juju and who you got? As, uh, um, no, yeah, my X factor was Juju as well, but for basically the same. <laughs> it's so loud, too. Like, it really <laughs> is. <laughs> it never gets old, though. It's so funny. Oh, man. All right, whenever you guys say something I like, I'm going to say, yeah. And when I think it is shit, you're going to get the loudest fucking <laughs> I don't hear, I don't see it coming either. It just happens. Yeah. Right in my ear holes. Oh, man. No, um, my X Factor is also Juju. Uh, don't do it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Susan basically gave, gave the reasons why Juju's my X Factor. I think if he hits, especially, I did the division, obviously, by 14 man league. So, in a 12-man league, he's going even later than that. You know what I mean? Right. So I think based in those leagues, I can see why someone would absolutely want to have him. Because at that point, you're basically drafting him as like a wide receiver three, potentially. You know? Um, and then if he gives you – he still has that upside to give you a wide receiver two or potentially better. You know what I mean? With that dynamic offense. But it's a big risk. Um, right. my my sleeper is Miko Harmon. I actually have another sleeper, Ronald Jones. We'll talk about for a little bit, and then we'll segue into my X factors. Uh, Ronald Jones, newly acquired running back, against City Chiefs. He's got something to prove, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. People might have deemed Ronald Jones as Ronald. I suck, Jones. Mm, who's people, Glenn? People. Not gonna mention any names, but people have been saying it. That was when he was on the Bucks. And what had happened was we thought Ronald Jones might have been the guy. Leonard Fournette came to town, Brady recruited him, and now Lenny's the man. Heavy Lenny, light Lenny. Lenny's still the man because Ronald Jones isn't there anymore. <laughs> the problem is with my X Factor, Mr. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Two seasons ago, we thought Mr. Clyde, first-round pick, was going to walk right in and be a top-five running back in the And did he do that? No. <laughs> I was going to say, is that a rhetorical question? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure. I, wasn't I, I was sure. waiting for you guys to answer, but instead I got fucking... Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I love it. That's why we, we had did it. We, we had to yeah, we knew. Back. That was planned. He wasn't a top five running back. Last year, he said, ha, huh, rookie season, maybe another year with the offense. And I think he got worse last year. I think he was hurt, too, for some part of the year as well. Um, but Clyde is the X back because if you get Clyde, I don't know where his ADP is right now. Uh, I think it's pretty low. On, I'm, I'm guessing you, you want to draft Clyde to be your um, – He's a little bit behind Juju. So Juju is 81.7. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is 87.6. Check Ronald Jones. Is he going ahead of him? Do people think No, Ronald Jones is also going behind him. Ronald Jones is going at 160.5. Yeah, people just don't trust that backfield, and I get that. Yeah, I don't for sure. I mean – 
again, Tyree Kill leaving town, more pieces of the pie to go around. I think Clyde could be a receiving back that Mahomes needs. I think Ronald Jones could be a receiving back that Mahomes needs. It could be a thing where it's both of them going the whole season. Uh, the running backs, I said Clyde, but I'm going to go both Clyde and Ronald Jones. Either they do a thing to where they're like a discount Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, or they just both suck and they're taking up a roster space on your fantasy football team. You're hoping to get high-end flex production out of them, possibly even RB2. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's Running back is different because I feel like that position is very – very scarce after, you know, the top, like, 15, 20 guys. And if Clyde becomes that guy that we wanted him to be a couple of years ago, he's also a guy who could possibly win your league. If Clyde plays the potential that we thought he was going to have coming into the league two years ago, it could be that, you know, guy and just get, get like, let's say 12 touchdowns, you know, 1,500 yards combined and, and rushing and receiving. Borderline RB1, though. Especially where his ADP is. Or he sucks even more, you drop him, that's that. I think Clyde's more of an X factor than Juju. That's why. Yeah, I get that. I really don't want to. I can't trust Clyde, so you're 100% right. Yeah. But at least, but at least with, with Clyde, we've seen stuff. Yeah, we know there's something in there. Right. Because he needs to unleash the beast. Right. Um, Vinny Stromboli. My lottery ticket was rookie wide receiver Sky Moore. Like I said, the absence of Tyreek Hill, somebody's going to pick up the slack. We just don't know who it's going to be. Lottery tickets could actually be any wide receiver on this team. It could be the super athlete, MVS. We don't know. <sighs> Yuck. I hate to tell people who are listening to this to just wait and see, but that's what you need to do. Wait and see. I would stash one of these guys, one of these wide receivers, whether it's Juju, Sky, fucking... Miko Hardman, MVS, and just hope that one of them shows any spot of consistency. I'm talking like five to seven grabs a game, maybe 80 yards a game, hopefully a score every couple of games. These are the kind of guys you can like fill that last roster spot with, see what week one looks like, and then drop them right away for that for week one hot waiver wire guy and just be done with it. This is something that you could figure out week one, I think. I don't. I, I really don't. I think it's going to be a guy you're going to want to hang on to for at least the first couple months of the season because we don't know how Mahomes is going to play with him. The Chiefs are going to have a high-powered offense no matter what. So somebody's going to be catching the ball. Somebody's going to be catching touchdowns. It's not named Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey. We just don't know who it is. But you can look at stuff like uh, snap percentage, routes run, targets per route, like stuff like that. Like, okay, when he's on the field – he looks for him, and he's on the field a lot, something like that, even if they don't have but a great the, statistical game. But I'm saying that's not something you could put into week one. I feel like you need a like, course of a month of games to determine that. Yeah. You know I mean? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. It's a, wait and see, it's a wait-and-see game, but one of those guys is going to hit. And it could be the rookie that they invested in, Sky Moore. It could be the super athlete, MVS. It could be Nicole Harmon. Juju. Juju. Anything else you want to say about the Chiefs before we move on? Juju. Mace is looking for that positive reinforcement. There it is. To Keith. So now he's just going to say Juju every time he wants to hear a fart. <laughs> like I'm a dog. Yeah, Juju. <laughs> Next. Oh, yeah. man. 
You want to tell him? Glenn. You fucked it that's up. Did I say Los Angeles? Yeah. yeah did. That's a dollar. Fuck! <laughs> dollar in the jar. All right, Mason, Sorry. while he go gets his dollar, we'll, right. we'll get going on the race. It's time for Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Race. Let's go. Race. Oh. Okay. So MVP is Tariki because Darren Waller has been that guy, but last year it's like, what happened? He missed some games. Uh, actually, oh, Hunter no, yeah, Renfro he, was he missed nasty. some games. He had some poor games when he did play. Hunter Renfro stepped up like crazy, but now you got Devontae Adams. So all of a sudden you have an MVP entering the team, but will he stay an MVP with Derek Carr, new team, for the first time in uh, one, two, three, four, fucking his whole career. It's eight years with the Packers. Now he's going to a new team. Darren Waller could be falling off. I don't know who the MVP should be, honestly. Josh Jacobs has only been like a running back two, uh, RB2 last year, RB1 the year before that. This is a tough team, honestly. For MVP, a lot of question what? marks. No, this is not a tough team for MVP. What MVP is gonna be Devonte Parker? Who? <laughs> Devonte Adams. <laughs> that was your turn. Get out of here. Fuck out of here, Mason. Parker. He he's on the AFC East already. He's ready for the AFC East. Oh I wanted to die. God, that's your number you just one wide receiver. Disrespected the MVP of the Las Vegas Raiders, Raiders, Dave Adams. I think there's question marks because hey. Darren Waller could be that guy again and get freaking uh, 1,200 yards and 10 touchdowns. Like he could be, he could still be that guy. No, he's not going to be that guy because he doesn't have to be that guy anymore because Devontae Adams is that guy. You're talking about Dave? I'm talking about Dave. Well, you'd think so. But all I'm saying is you never know. I, I think do. we're going to have to go another – just we'll have to wait and see. Oh, my God. For MVP purposes, at least. Devontae Adams is going to be in. He is. He just, You're not he worried about him. I'm not worried about him. I'm not saying he's going to be the best wide receiver in the league, but he's going to be the best fantasy option for the Las Vegas Raiders. Darren Waller could also be, as far as tight end value goes, top three. I think. You got Kelsey, you got Andrews, you got Waller. Kittle's up there, too. I'll, I'll give him top four. But Devontae Adams, that might even open up more for Waller. To succeed and be even better. But I still think you don't bring in a guy like Devontae Adams and not use him to his full potential. If I'm Derek Carr, I'm studying Devontae Adams' route running, all the great routes he ran for Aaron Rodgers last year, and the year before that, and the year before that, and the year before that, and just making sure I find a way to get him the ball. That's why he brought him. That's why he's going to be your fantasy MVP. So, 
He's not Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr. Aaron Rodgers yeah. has thrown some dimes. That's only improved Devontae Adams' stat line. Like, oh. if Adams finishes wide receiver 10, that's still good. But Darren Waller might end up scoring more points over on the season. I think that's a real possibility. You know what? People keep sleeping on my man, Derek Carr. Okay? Keep sleeping on Derek Carr. You know who's not a Derek Carr fan? Oh. Craig. Big time anti Derek Carr guy. Not saying much. Parker. Craig I'm likes a, the Parker mistake. I'm going to make an uh, exclusive t shirt for the Stellar Show podcast that just says Derek Carr is good. I believe in Derek Carr, and I believe in him now more than ever with the addition of Devontae Adams. You got Devontae Adams. You got fucking Hunter Renfro. You got Darren Waller. You still have Brian Edwards, who isn't a bad receiver either. This is why they are paying you this money, Derek Carr. You get these boys the ball. Edwards actually left. He did? They got Keelan Cole, though. (laughs) Anyways... Hey, what I said about Brian Edwards, you got those, those three pass catchers in Waller, Renfro, and Adams should be enough to make Derek Carr not only a good QB, not only a playoff contender like he was last year. Derek Carr, Derek Carr's got a little, Derek Carr's got a little dog in him. Got a little, boom, boom. You want that. You want that in your quarterback. He's got a little dog in him. When things look bleak, Derek Carr steps up to the occasion sometimes. Sometimes, not all the time. I'm not saying he's, you know, this clutch guy, but he's got that fighting spirit. He's got that guy you want at the quarterback position. He is my X factor in fantasy. Because if Devontae Adams is my MVP and Darren Waller is going to be a top three tight end and Hunter Renfo is still a viable flex option, that means Derek Carr is going to be having to putting up some points. Give me Derek Carr. To be the number nine quarterback this year. Oh, oh. Hey, we're not doing that. Yet. Can you get the fucking uh, the boat horn shit? <laughs> That's awesome. Here's what I'll say about that. You said he has Waller and Adams and uh, Renfro. Well, I guess that's a little bit better. I was going to compare him to Kirk Cousins, who has had really good weapons too, but yet still finishes outside the top 10 almost every year. Uh, But you only said nine. It's not that far off. And he has maybe a couple better weapons. Kirk didn't finish out of the top 10 last year, did he? Well, we were just talking about him the last episode. He was like number 11 for his whole life or something. Yep, yep, yep. Derek Carr, he's my X Factor. I think he could be a viable fantasy option. I think he could be a quarterback you get late and turn into a guy that you start every week. Yeah, I respect Derek Carr. He's uh think he's think he's ever gonna leave Raiders. Uh, I'll see why I would. Tom Brady left. Anything can happen. Tom Brady's a fucking idiot. You take that back. Um, Craig asked if we would risk a first rounder on Devontae Adams. I would if I was the right pick. I haven't done enough mocks to see where he's going. If this is, if he's in the middle of the round, wait, well, I guess you should say, who would you take over? Wait, right. first rounder. Who do I take over Devontae Adams? 
His ADP is 10.5. That's where I'd take him. That's not bad. Uh, I'd take Jefferson, Cup, Jamar over him. Uh, trying to think if there's anyone. Savon Diggs, probably. Yeah, Savon Diggs, I'd take over. Yeah. Because Josh Allen's just too nasty. Um, If I could get him on the turn, I'd be happy. I know we're definitely forgetting somebody, too. I know it's not uh, Calvin Ridley. Tyreek Hill. Nah. No. I don't think he's going before him. I trust Derek Carr more than I trust Tua. Oh, I agree with that 100%. I was um, just throwing out a name. 100, he says. I take. But Mike Evans. I wouldn't take him before him. I would love Mike Evans. If I can get Adams Evans on the turn, that would be nice. Well, Debo. To, let me try to just jump in a Ooh, Depot. Depot. Depot the running back? What? No, Debo Samuel. I know. Mason took that yes, first. Yes, yes, yes. Depot the running back or Depot that lines up receiver? And... Uh, both. He, he's, he's great all around. But I can't. Yeah, so the – Monte Adams is – in my opinion, he's the most talented wide receiver. He is ranked as the number two wide receiver right now on ESPN. It's Cooper Cup and then it's Adams. That's kind of – are you sure it's not for like week one projected points or something? Um, no, it is. They do that. It is. Yeah, you're right. Hold on. I'm so, not. Uh, Sleeper says it's Cup, Jefferson, Chase, Diggs over Adams. The so, only the only issue I have is just the unknown with Derek Carr and being on that new Raiders offense. Here's because something. If, 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 if Adams is still on the Packers, I'm sorry. I'm taking Adams after Cooper Cup. I'm taking him over Jamar. If he's still on the Packers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, over. That unknown factor is I, – I just can't seem to do it because we don't know. I don't like unknowns in fantasy football. I like my knowns. And the thing is, fantasy football is a game of unknowns because nobody knows what's going to happen. And I hate that. I kind of feel like – I also move, like it. This oh. move was similar to DeAndre Hopkins when he got moved to the Cardinals where, like, it was a team that's kind of pretty okay – and they were looking for, like, a big piece. And you didn't know if Hopkins was going to perform in that offense because he had only ever been on the Texans. Um, That's actually a very good And he had a worse analogy. quarterback on a Texans, though, whereas Devontae Adams had a better quarterback. Well, I mean, it's still arguable, though. Mm. Like, I think Kyler is obviously better than whatever Houston had. But, like, at the time... Rick Mitchell. At the time... When he moved to the Cardinals, people weren't sure if Kyler was that guy, if he was going to take the next step, you know. Yeah, and Hopkins ended up finishing um, as low as 10, as high as 4, depending on your scoring. So he, like, didn't miss a beat when he went. So it could be the same thing. You just hate that, though. It's annoying. I don't like that uncertainty, especially with first-rounders. Like, why, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. They don't think about us. That's the problem. I'll tell you what, though. If I'm if I'm risking on any wide receiver in the league and, and gonna take a risk in that first round, my, it's got to be on Devontae Adams. 
He's too talented not to. Yeah, also, from, from the chat, the Big Mac, this Derek Carr and Devontae Adams play with each other in college. Going to click instantly, he's MVP for sure. That is information I did not know. Now, remember, Devontae Adams started 2014, which meant playing at college was a long time ago. Like, we were playing rock band in Mason's house after high school a long time ago. But you're saying if we played rock band right now, we wouldn't pick up where we left off? Well, we're also different people, right? So maybe back then I could jerk off five times a day. But now that's a lot harder to do. Time changes certain things, performance issues. Glenn, play it. Play it. Play it. Please. Which one? I don't even know. <laughs> I know, right? You don't know what to do. I'm just saying. I think I broke Mason. We can move on. <laughs> That, that's that's something I didn't know. That's information that is useful. Yeah. That's why we have the chat. Thank you to the chat. Shout out, chat. Because sometimes, like I said, we're not fantasy experts. Can I, can I get an F in the chat? I would love that. <laughs> sometimes we need additional information to make these takes, to make our claims. Wow, they're college quarterback wide receiver Tim. We've seen that before. Wasn't there something recently? Uh, I feel like that's a common story. And one of which it didn't even matter. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, what's his face and um, <laughs> Johnny Manziel and Mike Evans, but they weren't on the same team. Um, Terry McLaurin and um, Dwayne Haskins, right? Dwayne Haskins, RIP. That was the most recent one, but I mean Haskins isn't good, so I guess that's a tough comparison. But did he uh, like pass away? Yeah, he got killed. Shit, that's right. You're right. The car accident. Yeah, that happened this offseason, right? Yeah, that was months ago. Oh, fell on my desk. I'm. <laughs> wow. Um. I was gonna say. All right, who do you guys have for X Factor? Take another look. X Factor. I already said mine was Derek Carr. Mine is Derek Carr as well. Me too. Everyone else is pretty um, like average of where they are. Like I feel like Hunter Renfro can't deviate that much, but Derek Carr is probably the, who could deviate the most from what we know him as to what he could be. So I'm so, going with Derek Carr. So I have Hunter Renfro listed as a sleeper only because I think with the addition of Dave Adams that his value, and I'm guessing his ADP has probably gone down than what it would have been if nobody was still there. Hunter Renfro was balling. He was. Like, he, he was, was like the new uh, Adam Thielen. Right. A minute. Renfro is being drafted right before Juju, basically. Give me Hunter Renfro over yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster. He was top 14 last year. Six Very nice. out of seven days and twice on Sunday. I don't even know if that's the same, but he's my sleeper because I think Renfro has potential to remain the same in that offense too, especially if Carr and Devontae Adams can't get clicking and Renfro's a big reception guy. Um, so watch out for him. Oh, and, uh, never mind, never mind. We can move on. We talked a lot about the Raiders. You, all right. Mac just said uh, Burrow and Chase was the most recent QB wide receiver combo, but to be fair – that was fresh out of college, not 
however, eight years later. Yeah. A lot of narratives you can you can spin up here. Oh, for um, sure. Yep. My plan to avoid on the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders. Is Josh Jacobs. What did you say? Play to avoid? Yep. Oh, come on. That's disrespectful. I'm kind of upset Boy. we didn't mention him at all to this point. Yeah, and there's a reason why. Because you want to avoid him. <laughs> the dude has been nothing but spectacular. If you look at the numbers, he was as as low as eleven, as low as fifteen, as high as eleven last year. Finished eight across the board the year before that, and was RB two the first year. As low as twenty one, as high as fourteen, depending on your scoring. Like that's. Every year we doubt him for some reason because he's not flashy, I guess. And then every year he's still like he just does the job. Well, because yeah, I think I'm not saying like I'm not saying like all right. When I say play to avoid, I shouldn't say that because obviously he's going to be on people's everyone's team. He's just. I'm saying, saying. I'm saying, don't get your hopes up that you get Josh Jacobs in the past three years. I think there's a big storm coming. You see the writing on the wall. I, I see it. And I think Josh Jacobs, you know, he's – I call him what he is. He's a bona fide RB2. Nothing more, nothing less. And if that's what you're drafting in the big, great. But – don't get your expectations up that he's going to be the guy to carry your fans. I'll, I'll tell you why. I'm looking at his game log. 15 for 48, 16 for 53, 6 for 9, 7 for 16, 9 for 37, 13 for 52, 15 for 52. It's just been like, meh. But he always got a touchdown in those games and put, put together what's, like a 10, a, 11 points like consistently. A, That's what's the, the one thing you say that you can't predict going I, forward? <laughs> Touchdowns, right? You can't count on touchdowns, and that's what he's been pretty. He's getting pretty consistently in these few years, nine, twelve, and seven going backwards. So that's why he only rushed for eight hundred seventy-two yards. Like that's not a lot, but my lottery ticket because of the Josh Jacobs. Uh, I'm not gonna say hate, but off the Jacobs wagon is actually the rookie running back Samir White. Might see a little bit. Who was it last year who stepped in? Uh, on the Kenny Drake, wasn't it? No, 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 no. Kenny Drake was there. What? Oh, backup running back? There was a backup running back when somebody was hurt and stepped in for the Raiders and didn't do too decent or too bad, but he definitely got some snaps. Who was yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I think um, – actually, no, I'm thinking of the Bears. I wonder oh, if Bears I'm looking. The next person, the next Bears person behind – the next person behind Jacobs is Kenyon Drake. Right. It's not him, though. But they don't have any uh, – Amir Abdullah? No. Yeah, he, mu- he must have been – he's probably on a new team where he's released now. There was a guy last year for the Raiders. And this is where the chat would come in handy to remind us. Yeah, I'm trying to look up right now. It's not Drake. It was Drake. <laughs> Dickhead. Peyton oh. Barber. Peyton Barber. Is that right? No. Uh, All right. It says, I'm looking at a 2021 article. Uh, Drake, Richard, Peyton Barber, Sutton Smith. That's the pullback. 
We're gonna have to uh, look at some game logs or something. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't I'll, the I'll do some research. Maybe it was somebody else. Of oh, Jalen Richard? I don't think it was him either. He's on the team though. Uh, maybe it's not even the Raiders I'm thinking of. Maybe I am thinking of Khalil Herbert. <laughs> I think that's that's what I was thinking of when I was so I thought I knew the guy. I was like, oh, I was thinking of Khalil Herbert when it was going to be like Damian Williams or something, but ended up being Khalil uh, Herbert. Because I know Herbert. for a fact Drake didn't do nothing special in the games that Jacob didn't play. Yeah, Jacob's only missed two games, week two and three. That was it. All right. Never mind, though. Uh, but yeah, a lot of your tickets are going to be away. We'll see armor. Um, anything else for the Raiders? Uh, go Raiders. No. Raiders. Raiders. But I'm really looking forward to Adams in that offense. Exciting. Moving on to the Los Angeles Chargers. Gentlemen, I have co MVP. Running back, Austin Eckler. Quarterback. Dustin Herbert. Yep. Cha-ching. By code. These are guys who have potential to finish at top three of both their respective positions. I'm glad you I feel like you've come a long way on Eckler. You know, I mean, you're skeptical and then I, he proved it. He proved it and he keeps proving it. And there's not much I can say else about Austin Eckler besides he's that guy. He's yeah. not he's not a name that's like it's not a pretty name. But I mean I guess it is now. But like in the past, it's like he's always been I, the ca- pass catcher. Like right. And I feel like you didn't feel comfortable looking at your team and being like Austin Eckler is that I, like I said, we're getting away from the days of the bell cow back. So I, I can understand it, but it's just something about seeing Austin Eckler and you know, compared to like your Derek Henry's, your Christian McCaffrey. You know, everybody else. Yeah, it's like, it didn't feel like a good foundation. You're like, no. oh, this guy. You realize you always viewed him as a backup. He can get hurt. And you realize, holy shit, he just put up four touchdowns. Yeah, he uh, he had twenty touchdowns last year. Yeah, I'm, so, and I'm not saying that can happen again, but it could happen again. <laughs> it could. That team's great. Team Mike is Williams. Great. Um, who's your MVP or MVP? I, I agree. I cha-ching that. I'm I co-sign that. If I'm gonna pick one, it's um, it's gonna be Austin Eckler. Uh, it's gonna be Herbert, <laughs> only because I think the touchdowns will likely come down. Um, they drafted Isaiah Spiller, who I'm thinking could step up a little bit because I don't know if they're gonna give Eckler as many reps as uh, as they did last year. So, but I think Herbert could be unleashed further. Well, those are my lottery ticket. Just to see, like, if the refs do come down from Eckler, I feel like he'd be next to mine. I don't know, though. Wait and see things about, about the lottery. Mason? Dude, my MVP is going to be Austin Eckler. Um, like you said, I feel like he doesn't get the recognition that he deserves. Maybe it's because he's bald. I don't really Ooh, know. Could be. Um, but he's... He's so consistent, and he's been consistent. Um, but, you know, it's always – it's very quiet. Like, you know, he's kind of just doing it in the background. You're not really paying attention. Then, whoa, he's got 20 points. Um, and I think 
he should be able to do that on a consistent basis. I don't think they'll, I think they'll be able to run the ball a lot more this year because their defense has improved. Uh, so I don't think they'll be in a lot of shootout games potentially. So I like Austin Eckler a lot. Um, can I give you my player to avoid actually really quick? Go ahead. Mike Williams. Oh, why are people taking the cheese? Thank you. Why are people taking the cheese on Mike Williams? Because Herbert is nasty, and okay. you know what you know what can happen with with Mike Williams. He has done it. You just hope to see it more as Herbert gets better. Yes, but also Mike Williams beforehand was also very injury prone, if I'm not mistaken, right? For last season, where he played, he missed a couple games, a couple years, and that is for his rookie season. He missed five, six games. But. Okay, but look, man. I just don't think he has the consistency um, for for where he's going. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're He's doing. going before Hunter Renfro. He's going before Juju Smith-Schuster. I'd rather have both of those guys. He's ranked really – he's ranked re- – wow. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but he what? is ranked really high. Like he's why he's like a top ten wide receiver, like wide receiver eight off the board or something like that. I don't what? want him. I want nothing have, to do with him. You'd rather have Juju than Mike Williams? I don't believe in Mike Williams at all. You still think he's that like wide receiver forty guy? You you are seeing right through last year. You're saying nope. You're saying yeah. last year was a fluke, wasn't it? I am. I mean, huh. I've seen how bad it can get for him. And uh, I've seen it a lot at week after week after week. The amount, and Craig knows this, the amount of, because uh, he was rooting for Herbert, the amount of slants within the five that they did with Mike Williams, the dude dropped 90% of them. It would make me pull my hair out. And they would do it all the time. Multiple times a game, drops them every time. The thing like, that you got, see. It's like, man, what's wrong with this guy? The thing that you guys aren't factoring in is that most likely this year he won't be on Sue's team. Yep. That's a good point. If I draft him, I'll let you know, but right. Chad I mean, agrees with me. I just want to say that. Eh, I'm not, not gonna say what I want to say. Okay. Like Craig said, he got paid incoming soft tissue injury. That's you can't right. Say, you can't say that stuff. That you're throwing it in the air now. You can't say guys are going to get hurt. And do- oh, my God. No, I'm saying soft tissue injury. Like, he got paid, and now he's going to sit on his ass. So now you think he's lazy. Oh, my now, God. Now he's a lazy sack of shit. <laughs> that is not what I said. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, okay. That's what Mason thinks about Mike Williams. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um... He's my X Factor, Mike Wood. Because if we get good Mike. Yep. There's Angel Mike and there's Devil Mike. If we get good Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that means you got a wide receiver one on your hand. Because through the first, how many weeks was it, Susan? Seven? Let's look again. Um, first five, four out of five. Weeks for four out of the first five, he scored 20 points pretty much. 
or 30 points, you know? I mean, I feel like before you traded for him, Sousa, he was what, top five wide receiver? Probably number one. Probably number one? I'll check Cup, but he was eight, 18 points, 18 points, 29, one, and then 32. Like, he was way up there, top three. When was the last time Juju Smith-Schuster scored 32 points? I don't know if he ever has. Exactly. Get the fuck out of here with him. No, it was, it was probably Cup, but he was up there, top three. Okay, Mike Jonas Williams. Gray had a 40-point game, Glenn. What are you He's on my bench. Jonas me? Gray was on my bench, 44 points on the dot. Jonas Gray is better than Juju. Um, okay. <laughs> Jonas Gray. I lost my train of thought. Mike Williams my X Factor because you've seen what he can do. you also seen what he can't do. He is going to make or break fantasy teams this year. If you get him late, and you say if you get him as your third receiver and then he plays like he did play last year? I mean, what the fuck? That's gravy. His last two games, uh, 60 yards and a touchdown, 120 yards and a touchdown. Why can't he do that every game? What's stopping Cause, cause Mike Williams? If he's not on my team, there's game. nothing stopping Bro, him. Bro, he's averaging going in the middle of the third round. That is way too high. Hmm. I'm sorry. Third round? I'd take it. I could take that. Especially if I have a number one receiver already and probably oh maybe two receivers. Oh. I would take that, that gamble. That, 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 no, 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 no. That, that, all right, that scares me a little bit. Third, yeah, thank you. Third thank round, you. I, don't know, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Why because is you're either, Would you just spend that draft capital on him? Third round, you're either, you're either drafted two solid wide receivers off the start or you drafted a wide receiver and a running back who's good, and then you have Mike Williams as your wide receiver two which could have upside to be wide receiver one or it's risky or he's consistent at wide receiver two. But we really haven't seen consistency from Mike Williams. Mason, do you if know you... who's behind him? Uh, I'll take a look if you don't. I finished my no, thought. How do you – I don't I'm know sorry, how man. to – sorry. If you draft two wide, two running backs first and then you're relying on Mike Williams to be your wide receiver one, that scares me a little bit. That scares if, me. If you need your wide receiver to be safety and he's your only wide receiver, then, yeah, I get that. But if you already have one or two and you want that high upside, real high upside flex, I don't hate it. I'm trying to look right here. Like okay, I got, I got it. I'm not taking Mike after, Williams. After, okay. Okay, so right after Mike Williams, right? DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf, Deontay Johnson, Cortland Sutton, Jalen Waddle, Brandon Cooks. After? After. Jerry Judy. Give me all those guys. Wow. Allen Robinson. Really? Maybe, maybe not Arnell Judy. Mooney. I, I, for me, like I said, it's consistency. The boomer bust thing of Mike Williams. He's literally the ultimate boomer bust. Chris Godwin. Because the first half of last season, he was in God mode. The second half of last season, he might have been, I argue, might be the worst wide receiver in the whole league. Last, last, second, last half second half of wide receiver and yeah. most of his career. <laughs> right, but most of his career, he didn't have Justin Herbert. And if um, Justin Herbert's the MVP, like I say he's going to be, Keenan Allen has another year under his belt. He's getting older. Keenan will still be Keenan. I'm more confident in Keenan being yeah, that Keenan's consistent wide receiver. Yeah, of course, he should be. He's a better wide receiver. But I'm just saying there's a chance. Another year under his belt. He, he either stays that same guy or he's just, I don't know. That's why he's my X Factor. Damn it. Was that late? Oh, that was no, perfect. it was perfect. perfect. Oh. 
Yeah, Good. I'd take DJ Moore over him. But other than that, I think I'd roll the dice with him. Then taking a Terry with uh, who's their QB? Um, Carson Wentz. Uh, Carson Wentz. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, all right. It's another tough one. Too many names and new face and new, too many new faces or faces. My player, new faces. My player to avoid. There's one player that I am avoiding on the Los Angeles Chargers. That is tight end Gerald Everett. If you drafted Jared Cook last year, whatever, Jared Cook, it, it, I know tight ends are tough. What makes you think Gerald Everett's going to be better than Jared Cook was last year? And Jared Cook wasn't even all that good. Give me wide receivers and running backs and the quarterback position on the Chargers. Stay away from the tight end. Yeah, for sure. My, uh, my lottery is going to be Joshua Palmer. I think he um takes much time out. He was, he was a rookie. He was a rookie last year. He had a couple he had a couple flashes, which from a rookie with that many wide receivers that they have, um, that's understandable. But like if he if Williams really is the poop sound effect, then maybe someone else could could, could be that solid wide receiver. Like Herbert can definitely support two great wide receivers. If Williams really is dog shit, maybe. Joshua Palmer can step up and step. Well, Guyton. I'd I'd go with go with Palmer. Guyton did have a little bit of a stretch too. Just two anything, games actually. Anything else you want to say about the Chargers before we wrap it up? No, I don't think so. But I want I want a piece of their team for sure. Yes, I want a piece. I, agree. I want this might be the AS West might be the most fantasy valuable division in the football. In the NFL. In the football. In the football. Um, you won't ever not laugh when you hear. No, most, I will. It will always be funny. Most important question, though, when we're talking real football, who wins the AFC West? She Broncos. This is crazy. Broncos. I I think it's either between the Chiefs or the Chargers. And this time, I'm giving it to the Chargers. And... All right. The Chiefs. I'll give it to the Chiefs. I. <clears throat> no, nah, never mind. The Chargers. What? The amount of, the amount of um, benefit Tyreek did for that team and the freaking elusive displays and breakaway touchdowns, that's taken away from Mahomes. Chargers. Chargers over the Chiefs. Interesting. Instead, they got a guy who runs five yards. You're dragged. You're doubting the half billion dollar man. Yes. Yes. He's good. So is Aaron Rodgers. Right? But they only win one. And that's it. Broncos. But they're so good. All right. It's this is so tough. Because my AFC team was the Raiders. <laughs> now. I am Broncos. Let's ride. My heart says Broncos. It's a good division. My head and this gut says Chiefs. I'm not betting against Pat Mahomes. I am. I can't do it. I want the Broncos. I like Russell Wilson. I like Cortland Sutton. I like Javante Williams. I like the Broncos. I'm going to be rooting for them. But at the end of the day, 
it's still the Chiefs. It's still going to be the Chiefs. That's just how it is. And that's the way it was. And that's the way the cookie crumbled. And that's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it. I think this was a pretty good episode. I think we had a lot of interaction with the chat, which is good. Yeah. Next week, boys. What are we looking at? All right. I'm confused again. Who did what last week? I don't know. You're confused again? Oh, we switched it. So I, I did um, – I picked the – actually, no. I'm sorry. We did correct. <laughs> I'm thinking something else. So who did what? I'm going to say once again for a second straight week, it doesn't matter. Susa, pick the – no, we'll sack the chat. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Magnus. Because oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. Craig did it last week. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, we were going to Magnus pick? Yeah. So we've already done the NFC North and the AFC West. All right. What division you guys want to hear next week? Get preview. Get the full undressing, the full breakdown. We're going to wait here. Hopefully he didn't leave. No, we still got seven people watching. Wait here until Max is He's a big Pats guy, right? Yeah. Greg says we'd love to see Glenn discuss Cowboys football. It's not my pick. It's not my right. pick. Not your well, pick. Well, it might be his pick if. <laughs> If we don't get a response in a minute, it might be his pick again. Oh. We're just going to sit here all night? We're going to sit here all night. Oh, oh, here we go. Thank God. I'll say AFC East, so let's see Glenn talk about this Cowboys. All right, Mason. On the sound of Glenn's fart, we're going to say what we think of those two at the okay. same time. AFC or NFC weeks? Uh, the sound of my fart. Yeah, yeah, that's a far sound effect. Wait um, minute. no. Come on, bro. AFC AFCs. AFCs. Yeah. AFCs. That was good. Woo! Can't wait to talk about them. <laughs> okay, come on. Show some right. respect. Next week, same time, same place. Live here on Twitch. If you haven't already, hit the follow button. Tell your friends. Retweet our shit. Post our shit. Tell your mom. Tell your uncle. Tell Zach Wilson's mom's friends. And, um, yeah. Continue to listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, I think I'll do it. You guys want to say anything for uh, sign off here? Nah, man. Because I think I think you know what I want. Alright. Yes.
fuck out of here. Bye-bye.